Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and welcome to season three of HV Pucks. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. What separates me from the mainstream is that you do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. It is available for free on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. HV Pucks is underwritten by the healthcare law firm of Einiger and Associates, specifically managing partner Scott Einiger, to promote youth sports and various health initiatives in our local communities. And before we drop the puck on this week's episode, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. This is Christian Morfitt and you're listening to HV Pucks, available for free on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. This week's In the Box segment is sponsored by the Ice Hutch, located at 655 Garden Avenue in Mount Vernon, New York. Founded in 1997, the Ice Hutch serves the skating community all year round by offering lessons for all levels, weekly public skating, figure skating, and hockey sessions. The Ice Hutch also features hockey leagues in the spring and fall each year for players seeking a highly competitive experience. Give them a call today at 914-699-6787 or check them out online anytime at www.icehutch.com. I recently had the opportunity to chat with Mike Tremboli. Uh, Mike is the head coach of the Messina Red Raiders. He's entering his 10th year as bench boss. Prior to that, he was an assistant coach with the program. And prior to that, he was a coach at the Franklin Academy in Malone, New York. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I am pleased to be joined by Mike Tremboli. Uh, Mike is the head coach for the Messina Red Raiders. Is it the Red Raiders coach or is it the Raiders? Oh, Red Raiders. See, I got that right. Well, we have Red Raiders down here, too. That's why I just want to make sure I get that right. He's entering his 10th year as bench boss. Prior to that, he was an assistant. And prior to that, he was with the Franklin Academy in uh, Malone. Uh, Messina is a six-time New York State champ with their most recent uh, championship being in 2014. Uh, in addition to coaching, you know, at the high school level, uh, I was chatting with Coach a little bit. He's done some national development camps and has worked with some NHL stars such as Ryan Callahan, Brian Gianta, Brooks Orpik, Robert Esch, Mike Commissarek, just to name a few. And uh, again, he's taking some time out on a Sunday to chat with me, and I really do appreciate it. Coach, welcome aboard. How's it going? It's going great, Travis. Appreciate everything you do to uh support this sport of hockey. Uh, listen, it's my pleasure. It's been a great, great journey since I started two years ago. Um, can you describe your team in five words or less? Young, uh, wide-eyed, gritty, um, don't give up. 
I like all those qualities for sure. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed watching you guys uh, at States last year. I know that you you know, you know fell short a little bit, but I also enjoyed watching you in the regional game against Bethlehem. And I wish you nothing but the best you know, as far as the rest of the season goes. Um, what excites you the most about this team? I think the fact that they are young. As a, as a long-time coach, you know, my passion in coaching comes from developing players and, and making them realize that uh, that they have potential that they may never have realized on their own. And, and the thing that excites me about this group is uh, is the youth and at the same time the quality of the leadership of the core group that we have coming back. Okay. Um, any surprises this season, Coach, in terms of you know players that maybe came up from a JV or a modified program or even just the development, the natural development of players from sophomore to junior to senior year, physical development, hockey IQ improvement, so forth and so on? Yeah, with the state of hockey that, that we have up here in Section 10, we don't have the luxury of a JV program or That's a modified it. program, okay. so... It's evolved into the fact that the varsity is the program okay. in uh, in the high school. So, so your players come up through the Bantam programs and and they get their kick at the can at tryouts. And if they don't make the squad, some of them that are midget age, unfortunately, don't have a team to play on throughout hmm. the year. So, uh, from the development aspect, um, you know, we don't have that. But as far as players surprises, we've had some some players that. Uh, uh, such as you know, Matt Trimboli's on defense and didn't see a lot of playing time last year. And he's our only defenseman coming back this year. And, okay. and he's had to step up into a major role sure. and um, and mentor all of these young defenders that we have. And, and he's done a, a yeoman's job at that. Casey mm-hmm. Hooper in Nets. Casey was our fourth goalie last year. He saw maybe a period of playing time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took the, all those practices and all the time that he spent with our veteran goaltenders He's a sponge for learning, and he's a very athletic kid in nets, and, and he's come up with some huge saves for us this year. And, and he's, he's the man between the pipes right now, and, and we've got a couple guys in the wings behind him, but, but Casey has really stepped up and done a phenomenal job there. Up front, you've got uh, Robbie Southwick and Chris Page and, and Nick Morrill that, that have evolved throughout the year, and, and uh, senior leadership of uh, Cameron Frost is our captain. He's a grinder, works hard. Uh, does a great job in the locker room, keeping the team together. And uh, Eddie Brown's a, a, another grinder that's out there. And gives you uh, gives you every penny's worth of a day's work when he's on the ice. Nice. I love that. I love the description of your players. And, you know, I chatted with Tim Cook earlier in the year from Salmon River. And, uh, you know, I think he mentioned as well that he doesn't have, let's say, a modified or, let's say, a JV feeder system necessarily. So I should have uh, should have remembered that. Um Coach, if it if it's happened already, that's great. And some some coaches will say, you know, the biggest game of the season is the next game that we play. But is there a game on this uh, on the calendar that you circle in particular that you look forward to? I look forward to every game, Travis. It's, uh, <laughs> it's it truly is. It, it, it's a challenge every day, and, and every team that we play, we we do set up our schedule to be one of the most difficult schedules around because we want to challenge our players continuously. Okay. So sure. you know, if, if you kind of look back at where we. we from our non-league schedule, we we had Ithaca early on. We traveled and played North Rockland and, and um, Canisius. We traveled before that and had uh, Pittsburgh and McQuaid. Uh, we saw West Jenny just recently, and last night we went up against the defending state champions, Victor, that we lost to in the semifinal. So, you know, we've got Section 10 games that are big games ahead of us. Everybody circles our game on their schedule. Right, right. So we don't get a night off, and, and I kind of like that. 
No, listen, I, I definitely recognize, and I know some of those coaches, I know Gary Dworkowitz well from North Rockland and Paul Zarek, of course, too, from uh, Ithaca. And I just had Mike Trimboli on uh, from Victor a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, so I'm trying to kind of expand my, my coverage a little bit, and that's why I wanted to include you and, and certainly your experience uh, on my program. So, I, again, I appreciate you coming on. Um, toughest rink to play in? Sportorama's no cheat, uh, charm. <laughs> it's, uh, that's a tough building. Great crowd. Uh, show park. Okay. I, sure. uh, I joke with uh, Coach Calabufo in uh, my coaching career. I'm O for Chauve. And, uh, <laughs> and I think that transcends down to my 12U team also. We haven't, okay. won a, we haven't won a game down there yet. So so for me as a coach, that's a tough building. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's traveling around to the different ranks, I – I think the the atmosphere and you've got some great great fan base down there in Section One. And, yeah. And uh, when we played Monroe Woodbury the first time around, we played at Sportorama and mm-hmm. uh, and the place was packed and, and they were rattling the glass every time we competed against Mac down there. And yeah, that that that's a tough building. So I put them number one and and probably show up number two and uh, Harbor Center number three. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> You know, haven't had the success there yet either, so I guess I'd have to throw that one in. I know, uh, I know, our our section one guys are going to love to hear that because uh, you know when I now I never played I never played hockey. I can't even skate to be honest with you, coach. Uh, to be quite frank, but uh, you know, growing up certainly in Suffern and having friends that played and working in that district now and having students of mine that have won state championships or are on the teams now, it's really refreshing to see the evolution and the growth of hockey down in this area to the point where, like you said, you'll come down it's a tough place to play eddie witz will have a tournament and you know out of the 20 teams that come down half are from the buffalo area or from the albany area you know so again and i know that you've come down to play frank alessandrino uh, and you've come down to play mamanic with mike chaparelli frank's gonna you know if if you guys make it he's gonna come up to your neck of the woods this year to play as well so it it's it's definitely refreshing again as a downstate guy to see uh, the sport really take off the way it has um who would you say is your biggest rival up there in section 10 uh, the last few years, it, it's Division One. It's been Canton. It's come down to us in Canton in the Section Ten final. I okay. think. Uh, I think the last five years, um, and they've all been close games. Last year, uh, we held a more than a one goal advantage once uh, once all the smoke cleared. But but it's uh, it, it's been Canton recently. But hey, I, I'm just coming off a loss to Potsdam. They're, okay. uh, they're a gritty bunch of kids that, that work their butts off and. Are supporting each other and and the game that we played against them they they had some great goaltending and um and i think we really got outworked and uh so we've got to rebound from that and come back for our uh the second stage of our home and home against them so so i think in the present moment all three teams are it's a toss-up the way anything could go okay all right you know if I, i'm going to jump ahead as far as the questions go and just ask you to elaborate a little bit more on the state of hockey in section 10 if you could yeah, it's uh, and numbers aren't what they used to be. I mean, we were coming from uh, going many years ago, and when I was a young player, and just in Messina, we had uh, at every stage of, of youth hockey, there was two travel teams and about six to eight house league teams, and hmm. and we had a JV program that was very strong and a varsity program that very rarely did anybody below eleventh grade play on the team. Hmm. You know, it's evolved with the industries closing down and population being what it is to where. You know, we're fielding maybe one, hopefully two teams at each level. Of youth, our our might and uh, uh, mini might program has just got some great numbers, and 
we're trying to build off of that and, and keep kids in their hometown to play. Uh, moving up through into the Bantam and, and midget level, the, the numbers, like I say, aren't what they used to. Kids come and try out for, for our program at the high school and where I used to average in the 50s when I first started coaching, we're down into the high 30s, low 40s. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, when I, again, when I chatted with Tim Cook, he kind of alluded to that as well. Hopefully, uh, you know, again, uh, we'll see a rebound. We'll see a resurgence of, of hockey up there in Section 10. But again, you mentioned some of the names like Canton and Potsdam. I mean, these are names that I remember, you know, growing up in the late 80s, mid 80s, late 80s, you know, as far as, oh, Suffern's got to take a trip up to Potsdam or Suffern's got to take a trip up to Messina. Um, so definitely uh, uh, name brand recognition for sure. Uh, you talked before about traveling to play different teams. Is there a favorite tournament that you're involved with or like a road trip that you look forward to to take the kids on? We kind of shape it up a little bit. Um, we, the, the probably the most consistent one that we've done is is the uh, beginning of the year tournament at uh, Show Park with West Genesee, Suffern, okay. and Fairport. Yep. Every uh, every third year, we don't participate in that because Frank loves to bring his team up to play in our barn and right. give them the experience of playing at, uh, at our historic building. And um, so th- this happened to be that year that, that we didn't travel down there. Okay. But uh, but I, I enjoy going out to the Rochester area. We've we've been fortunate enough to uh, this year we played at RPI um, hmm. down the Albany area. Sure. Uh, years pri- years prior, we've we've played at uh, Ritter Arena when Pittsburgh has hosted us. Um, last year, I think it was Ithaca hosted us at Lina. So it's, it's been great having the opportunities to, to play at these college facilities. And then, of course, we play our Section 10 final right at Chio Clarkson. You know, I think it's safe to say that the Messina Red Raiders are well-traveled, for sure. Um, what do you look for in a hockey player, Coach? I look for, uh, you know, the basic skills. Basic skills, skating, passing, shooting. Try to develop from there the quick hands, quick feet, and quick minds, and, mm-hmm. and uh, heart heart you gotta you gotta have the heart and the will to win and and be passionate about your sport and be passionate about your teammates nice uh what makes a successful you've been at this for a long time what makes a successful hockey coach in your opinion perseverance (laughs) (laughs) it's uh you know it's a process we um we take things one game at a time we evolve our season from uh, day one in november through uh through the final game of the regular season and and uh, it's it's really you got to ride the highs as highs, but you got to understand that the lows are only as low as you make them, huh. and um, and you got to be able to to recover and, and understand that the sun's going to come up tomorrow, and and we're going to start fresh, and and um, you know we're not going to let our uh, let our losses defeat us. I guess is the best way to put it. And we're going to learn from them. We're going to build off them, and and uh, understand that that we're working toward a goal and, and doesn't matter what your record is through the course of the 20 games. It's, it's the first game of the playoffs. That's the most important. Hmm. Just be better, be better in the end than you were in the beginning. Words to live by as far as the sun will come up tomorrow and not to dwell on the past, you know, not just certainly for, you know, lessons in sport, but lessons also in life. Um, Favorite memory, and again, you've been a head coach now for 10 years. Prior to that, you were an assistant with Messina, and prior to that, you were at the Franklin Academy. But favorite memory or moment as a coach so far? Overall, high school, just a favorite memory period. Sure. I, you know, obviously winning a state championship is mm-hmm. a great moment. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great defining moment for, for a group of lads that, that struggle throughout a season together and, and finally reach the pinnacle. Um I was at a, a participated as an assistant coach with Malone in a Division Two 
final game against uh, Glens Falls after a three-overtime victory hmm. uh, against, I believe it was Gates Chile back in 90-91, I think. Um, other moments with the national development teams from New York State Hockey, Jason Guerrero getting a game-winning goal against uh, Minnesota okay. uh, in a in a national tournament with uh, player development. So it's you know those those big moments, but then then you also reflect back on um, not necessarily the the exact moment, but over the course of the season, seeing a player that that didn't have the confidence to be successful in the beginning of the season evolve into uh, a standout player either at the end of that season or the conclusion of his career and, and go on in life to, to be very successful because of the memories he had and the lessons that he learned as being part of your team. You know, I like that last piece that you said, you know, because I'm an educator, I'm a school counselor, and certainly there's nothing more rewarding than watching students develop, watching them maturate, watching them come to their own, and knowing that you had a, maybe a small part to play in that process of helping them figure it all out. Um, what would you say are, is one of the biggest challenges you face as a coach? Uh, it's a numbers game, really. I mean, you you kind of you kind of build up what you got. You don't have the luxury of of having the, the numbers and um, the challenge. The challenge is every day keeping the the players incentivized to, to compete together and um, you know social media is a huge challenge hmm, you're yes. you're you're battling the the, the Twitter uh, chirps and uh, and the different posts and the snapchats and and all those different social media things and kids communicating not face to face but but over the course of social media and trying to keep your kids focused on what you need to stay focused on and um, stay on point and believe in what you're doing over the course of the season. So I, I think this this electronic social media stuff is really the external parts of hockey and the mental side of the game has become more challenging than the, than the actual skill part of development. Huh. Interesting. That's a very refreshing outlook. You know, again, as an educator, you know, I'm not against social media. As you know, I have a strong social media presence, but I certainly use it responsibly. I mean, I do, as you alluded to, see things sometimes and I'm like, you know, I have to remind myself that they're kids and that maybe they don't think before they hit send. Um, but yeah, social media has forever changed the landscape of not only our society, but certainly of sport and of uh, public education. So again, very interesting observation on your part with that. Um, can we just jump ahead a little bit, Coach, and get your thoughts? on the new rule changes in New York State, particularly the 17-minute periods and uh, the two-minute penalties? Yeah, I don't mind it at all. I, uh, it's kind of funny. Over the course of our first five games, I, I turned to my assistant coach a few times and I asked him, I said, did, did you feel that the extra two minutes made a difference in that game or the extra 30 seconds made a difference in that game, positive or negative power player PK? And, and you know, really, if you – if you coach at a at a high tempo and, and high speed level, it's not about counting the minutes. It's about seeing what's left and making your making your changes and your adaptations to, to what you're doing and your plan of attack, both offensively and defensively, based on what's left on the clock, as opposed to taking a look at the totality of the period. Okay, you kind of just take take a look in in, uh, in those small pockets, small moments. So, really, when the discussion came up, there was a lot of conversation among Section Ten coaches on the positive and negatives of it, who liked it, who didn't like it. When it really came down to it, as long as it didn't affect my ice budget and I could still practice the number of hours that I practice, I'd, I'll play 15, I'll play 20, I'll play 17. It's it's really a, it's a no-brainer. It's just your preparation may need to change to, to develop more players for the PK, develop more players for the power play, mm. you know, things like that, so, so you can change them out quicker. But no, I don't, I don't really, uh, I'm not opposed to it. 
Okay. Um, and I don't really didn't really see a big difference in it. No, I said you know I think down here a little bit. I've noticed that I, I think a team's uh, endurance, I think their depth. I think their discipline certainly has been impacted for you know for the better. Uh, I'm you know I'm an off ice official in section nine. I, I work I work closely with Frank, so it's uh, it's interesting to see um, you know again the number of penalties. I, I actually he, I did a game with him on Friday night. I want to say there were maybe three penalties in the whole game. So uh, I think teams are starting to realize that uh, you know that that extra thirty seconds certainly will uh, you know could make a difference at the end of the day. Um, two, uh, three more questions actually for you, Coach. Favorite professional hockey player, past or present? I'm a Bobby Hull guy. Okay. Okay. I uh, I grew up watching Bobby Hull at the uh, at the Montreal Forum and uh, with my grandfather would take me to games and my dad and. And um, just like the uh, the flash, the brilliance, the, the puck handling, the hard shot, uh, everything about his game. Um, and then, obviously, been a Chicago Blackhawks fan my entire life, and that evolves into you know you can't uh, you can't not support a New York player like Patrick Kane. Sure. Okay. I was going to say that was going to be my present day player. So again, keeping it yeah. within the state, I like that. Uh, so you said favorite professional team is the Chicago Blackhawks. Excellent. I'm from Chicago originally. I sort of root for the Blackhawks. You know, if the Rangers are not doing anything, and right now they're not doing anything. Um, so, <laughs> and actually, the Hawks are struggling a little bit too. I think, but uh, you know, again, yeah, they're they're having a tough year, but yeah. you know, the ebb and the flow and and parity in the league being what it is and and uh, and the other plus that, that uh, keeps me a Chicago Blackhawks fan is uh, a goaltender that used to play for us at Messina Central. Matt Meacham is the head video coach for oh, nice. the Chicago Blackhawks. Excellent, so that's excellent. A local plug there as well. Love it, love it. Uh, last question for you, Coach. If if Mike Trimboli wasn't a hockey coach, he'd be a fill in the blank. A retired state trooper. <laughs> okay. Now, I, uh, I spent 31 years at the state police, and I recently retired, so I, oh, I balanced, uh, okay. I balanced uh, hockey with a professional career in law enforcement, huh. and um, 31 years, and the end of May, I, I retired, I hung up the Stetson, and uh, I'm enjoying my kids' games and family life, and and spend a little bit more time agonizing over my high school team. <laughs> well, you know, thank you for your service, uh, certainly to the great state of New York and to the people of, you know, the area up there in Messina in Section 10. I think that's wonderful. And and best of luck and enjoy your retirement. Enjoy this new chapter uh, for sure. I've been fortunate enough to chat with Mike Tromboli. Mike is the head coach of the Messina Red Raiders out of Section 10. Uh, they are certainly a, a household name uh, for certainly a lot of um, New York State hockey fans. And uh, again, I, I wish you nothing but success in 2019, both personally and uh, you know as a coach with your team. Uh, and I hope to see you up in Buffalo at States. Um, but I know we have a little bit of work to do, uh, you know, down here and up there, all over the state before we get to that. I think you should jump on the bus with Frank and come up, regardless of who Section Nine <laughs> plays at Section Ten. You know, it's a very tempting offer, Mike. But uh, I believe. Dean Dean Barardo, who you may know as our Section 1 chairman down here, he actually asked me to be the public address announcer and DJ for the Section 1 championship game. So I think if, if, if... You know, if that falls through, then maybe I will hop on the bus with, uh, with Frank. Uh, but like I said, one way or another, I hope to see you up in Buffalo uh, in March. Sounds good, Travis. Once again, I appreciate everything you do promoting our great sport. 
Uh, listen, it's a labor of love. Uh, season three has been has been nothing short of uh, spectacular for me. I had no idea when I started this two years ago that it would bring me uh, to the places that I've been. I've been to Buffalo twice. I saw Pelham win their first championship last year. You know, I, I became friendly with Mike uh, Ferrari. I got to see him win last year, and I've gotten to interact and meet you know people like you, and certainly uh, you know a lot of other great people along the way. So uh, it's a labor of love. It's certainly well worth it. So thank you again. Uh, and this is your boy. Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks. Thanks, Coach. Take care. Take care, Trav. As this episode for Season 3 comes to an end, it's now time for Stick Taps, where we honor, recognize, and acknowledge individual players, coaches, teams, or hockey-related events and charities. This season, Stick Taps will be brought to you each and every week by H4H, a growing car transport and handyman service company in Rockland and Long Island. Howie and Jesse are service-oriented guys known for providing quality service at competitive prices. For rapid, reliable, and relationship-driven car transport and handyman home improvements, call 516-497-1194. Mention the code 5MinuteMajor and receive a $25 discount off your next car transport service or $100 off your next handyman service appointment. Stick taps out to Ryan Renzulli of the Greeley Quakers hockey team on earning the 100th point of his varsity career on Sunday, January 6th. Way to go, Ryan. Stick taps out to Sean Vlasic of the Northern Highlands hockey program, who had one goal and two assists for his 99th, 100th, and 101st career points on Sunday, January 6th. Congratulations. Uh, Stick taps out to head coach Dave Smith of the Ocean Township Shore Regional Monmouth Regional Cooperative Varsity Hockey Team on earning the 200th win uh, of his career in a uh, 7-5 victory over Colonia on Monday, January 7th. Stick taps out to goaltender Matt Ubertasio of the Madison Dodgers, who set a new school record for shutouts after a 17-save, 3-0 victory over Chatham on Monday, January 7th. Matt also earned the 40th win of his varsity career on Thursday, January 10th. Way to go, Ubo. Stick taps out to the Pittsburgh Panthers for hosting a teacher appreciation game on Tuesday, January 8th. Stick taps out to uh, Justin Chanelli and Mike uh, Benview of the Bethlehem Eagles hockey team for both reaching 100 career points on Wednesday, January 9th. Boys, I apologize if I butchered your last names. Stick taps out to the Spencerport Rangers who are hosting a teacher appreciation night on Thursday, January 10th. Stick taps out to the Williamsville North varsity hockey team for hosting their annual Teddy Bear Toss versus Lancaster on Thursday, January 17th. Stick taps out to the Point Pleasant Borough Manchester Cooperative varsity hockey team for donating all contributions from their chuck-a-puck held on Friday, January 11th to the Connor Golombuski GoFundMe campaign. Stick taps out to the Cicero North Syracuse hockey team for hosting a teacher appreciation night on Friday, January 11th. Stick taps out to goaltender Cameron Cousinar of Rush Henrietta 
who recently earned the 2,000th save, um, as well as his 30th varsity win on Friday, January 11th. Well done, Cameron. Stick taps out to senior Samuel Fishstein of the Monroe Falcons hockey team on becoming the all-time leading scorer in team history. Way to go, Sam. Stick taps out to the St. Rose hockey team for raising much-needed funds for a local family who lost their house in a recent fire. Stick taps out to the Pascack Valley, Pascack Hills, and Park Ridge hockey team for hosting an ALS night and canned food drive on Saturday, January 12th. Puck drop was set for 8 p.m. Stick taps out to the Spencerport hockey team for hosting a first responders appreciation game on Saturday, uh, February 2nd at the Bill Gray's Regional Iceplex. I ordered one of those shirts and I can't wait to wear it. Uh, Stick taps out to the Brick Stars Challenger hockey program for hosting the 8th annual Challenger Winter Classic on Sunday, February 3rd. Uh, The Brick Stars Challenger hockey program serves special needs players in both Monmouth and Ocean Counties. And if you know of a player, coach, team, or a hockey-related event or charity, and would like them to receive stick taps in the future, please tweet me at TravJack71 using the hashtag HVPucks. sounds on this episode of HV Pucks. I want to thank my beautiful wife Marisol and my two daughters Juliana and Kayla for their never-ending support, love, patience, and understanding because our family time takes a hit over the next few months as I embark on another exciting hockey season. I love to interact with my followers and fans and you can always find me on Twitter at TravJack71 and on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. And if you like the music you've heard throughout the show, be sure to check out the new full-length album, Out of Time, by Fracture, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The new album maintains the same high level of energy as their debut 2015 EP, Broken Walls. You can also find them on Twitter at Fracture underscore band, on Instagram at Fracture Official, Fracture Band Official on Facebook, and www.fractureofficial.com on the web. The 2019 New York State All-Hair Team is looking to complete its roster. So tweet me a picture at TravJack71 and use the hashtag NewYorkStatePuckFlow to nominate your favorite high school player and or coach. Winners will receive a custom t-shirt. Attention all Section 1 players, coaches, parents, and fans. Peck's Skate Shop is looking for nominees for their Plays of the Month contest. Post your video on Instagram and tag at Pex Skate Shop and use the hashtag Pex Plays of the Month to enter. Each month, one winner will be selected to receive a Pex Skate Shop gift card. I'd also like to give a special thank you to the healthcare law firm of Einiger & Associates, specifically managing partner Scott Einiger, for underwriting Season 3 of HV Pucks. Your continued support is greatly appreciated. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, And I'll see you at the rink.